0: Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome once again to Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Every week I'm here trying to talk to you about money so you can take those steps forward gain that confidence, and therefore really remove that financial anxiety that you may be having so you can focus solely on making your life more enjoyable to you and to your family. This series is all about the new year and the new you, along with that, setting your compass for the new year. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts wherever you listen, Clicking that star, leaving those reviews, it really, really does help us reach the other of millions of other young families out there that are just like you. So far this season, we covered setting your compass with your spouse. So pretty much joint goal setting. Then we discussed the importance of actually paying yourself first. You know, giving some of that hard-earned money to yourself each month to reach the goals that you would actually want to to make you happier. And then we covered bucketing your goals. So setting separate accounts for each goal. That way you can easily track them. You can more easily achieve them. And then the next episode was kind of an extension of this with what I call money blocking. So again, setting funds aside, but this time setting them aside for kind of those smaller daily things that might make you happy. Uh, Monthly massage, kind of things like that. Finally, last week, reaching the importance of using the right fit for each investment. So we got those buckets, but we want to make sure we're using the right investment for each one. Too conservative may mean not reaching your goals. So if you've missed any of those episodes yet, I would definitely obviously recommend you check them out soon. Today's episode is titled, ensure for catastrophe, not inconvenience. Exclamation point. Where we are going to cover the mentality that I would recommend when looking at which pieces of this trip we're designing are the most important to insure. What parts of this ship are actually worth insuring? So the goal for today's episode is to understand that there is insurance for pretty much anything that you want to buy insurance for out there, but this general concept of catastrophe versus inconvenience can really help you know what is worth insuring and what maybe isn't. When you think of all the parts of this ship, There are some that are just going to be more important than others. But you may be able to get insurance if you really wanted to on any of them. That doesn't mean that you should. Insuring the hull of the ship, for example, though, is much more important than say insuring one of the nails on the ship. If the hull breaks, we're kind of in a a big problem. The the whole ship is pretty much worthless. The journey is lost. You know, we, we don't want any of that to happen. If one nail comes out, comes loose, breaks, That ship keeps on going, and you can afford to put in another nail. If you think of your daily life, there are certain insurances that everybody has. Homeowner's insurance, for example. You cannot have a mortgage without having homeowner's insurance. The bank says you really need to have this because if the house burns down, we don't want to lose our investment, our loan that we made to you. Now, generally, it might add, say, you know, $100 a month to your your budget, something kind of like that. So it's something that's affordable. You know, we don't enjoy paying for it, but it's affordable. If they didn't make you get homeowner's insurance, though, if they didn't make me specifically get it, I would still 100% have it. The reason is because if my house, God forbid, burned down, I don't have $400,000 sitting to the side to, you know, rebuild my house in the next week or, you know, whatever it might actually cost. That would be a catastrophe. That would basically ruin my family financially. On the other hand, I can get insurance for some things, normally in the form of an additional warranty or something like that for, let's say, my washer machine. But I don't. Now, if my washer machine goes, it will be annoying. I'll be kind of irritated. I'll have to buy a new one. But it's not going to ruin me by any means financially. I can come up with a few hundred bucks if I have to, you know, in getting a new machine. It's an inconvenience, not a catastrophe. Now, if you want to get insurance for your washing machine, that additional warranty, you can. But the point is that there's a difference between insuring things that if you get the insurance or not, you know, it's going to be okay either way. First things where if you don't have the insurance, it's going to be a catastrophe and you may be ruined financially. So this is a big deal if you don't have the proper coverage. Cars can be the same way. We have to get the insurance but don't need to buy the additional warranties. So if you, again, if you have that financial flexibility, the additional warranty makes you able to sleep at night, sure, you know, go ahead and get it. That's your call. And sleeping at night is, you know, that's important. (laughs) But as a rule of thumb, you again want to just really make sure that you're insuring for those catastrophe scenarios at a minimum. And the thing is, from what I've many times seen, people tend to not insure for all the catastrophes that they should. They may insure their iPhone, but not their lives, for example. Homes, cars, those are easy because they make you get the insurance. You don't have a choice many times. They don't make you get life insurance. They don't make you get disability insurance. And as a young family dying or becoming disabled, you know, they're not on your top of your list to think about, but both of these kinds of things are protecting your greatest asset, the most important asset that you have as a young person. And that is your future earning potential. So over the next 30 years, this is likely to add up to millions of dollars. Life insurance is really the easier of these two because as a young, healthy person, you might be able to get, say, a 30-year term insurance policy that has a value of one to two million dollars or more and not have it break the bank financially. It, you know, depending on where you live, your health, you know, it could be maybe a hundred dollars a month you know, in that kind of just very, very rough general range. Disability insurance, on the other hand, because you are actually much more likely to be disabled than you are to die as a young person, it can be a little bit more. But again, you can kind of tailor it any way you want. If you want to say, you know, have to wait for six months for the cover to, to kick in instead of three months, then it's cheaper. So like in New Jersey, the state provides you with some short-term disability for the first six months. So that make makes sense. For somebody living in New Jersey, that, that kind of a thing. But again, we're, you know, focusing on the catastrophic. If you can't work for three months, you know, it would kind of stink. It <laughs> wouldn't be great, but you're likely to recover for that. If you can't work for two years, five years, 10 years, that's a really big problem. So there's the, that catastrophic scenario kicking in again. The last catastrophic kind of thing, which isn't exactly insurance, but it's an add-on that I really want to put in here is that we see way too many young families with kids that don't have a will or their other important legal documents. So who will raise your children? Who will be in charge of their finances? You know, These are huge decisions. Is getting a will fun? Absolutely 100% not. You have to think about yourself dying. Not fun. But it's very, very necessary. And the line that I always share with young people is, and this is the one that motivated me, if I was to die today is the relative that would be the loudest and the most convincing in a courtroom, would that be the person I would actually want to raise my child so more times than not when I say this to a young family, I see very anxious faces and you know looks going back in between the you know the husband and the wife so you know this is something that motivated me and I've seen it motivate other people as well. Overall, there are a ton of times that you come across insurances, warranties, things of that nature that you can buy, and we can't cover all of them here today, but just remember this higher-level concept to help you in that decision-making process. Understand that there is insurance for almost anything, but this general concept of catastrophe versus inconvenience can help you know what is worth insuring, what you absolutely have to insure, like your life or your income potential, and what, you know, maybe isn't necessary, like, you know, the washing machine. Thanks for tuning in today, as always, and join us for next week's episode called Diversify, But With One Advisor, where we're going to cover some very important differences between diversification versus having multiple advisors, and why you don't need the latter, the multiple advisors, to have the former. Diversification. Again, a fancy way of saying spread out your money well. Overall, if you are able to implement what we covered today, that's great. That's fantastic. You have less to worry about than before and you can focus more on just really enjoying your life. If you are wanting help with these things though, always remember that feel free to reach out to me, ask questions, uh, check out my website, www.enjoymore30s. That's enjoymore30s. Dot com. There's an Ask Joe section on there. Shoot me a, an email and just reach out. I'd be happy to help any way that I can. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation you should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA slash SIPC.